0: Hey, Julian, who we got on tonight? Ah, now tonight we've got someone who would tell Genghis Khan how to improve his management skills. That could only be
1: Hannah Perrin. It is. Let's get her in. Brilliant. Hi, I'm Mike Brampton. And my name is Julian Ho. Welcome to Veterinary Ramblings. We interrupt the show for an important announcement.
0: Hi there, dedicated listeners. We just wanted to take a little time outside of the show as we've got something very exciting to share with you.
1: We have exclusive Veterinary Ramblings merchandise available now, including t-shirts, mugs, posters
0: and prints. Now, Personally, I think my favourite is our t-shirt with a hilarious diagram of cat anatomy, yep. which has been revised to include their sandpaper tongue, and treat-detecting ears.
1: And essential for all veterinary students.
0: If you would like
1: to show your support for the show, head over to veterinaryramblings.com and select either the merch button for a one-off purchase through our t store, or select become a
0: patron. I'm sure you'll be absolutely chuffed to know that everything in our t store is fully sustainable, carbon neutral, and shipped in plastic-free packaging. By making a one-off purchase, you will help us to plant more trees, Save water and reduce carbon emissions. If you want to further support us,
1: become a Patreon and receive items you cannot get through one-off purchasing. A shout out on the show, an exclusive veteran ramblings content.
0: Every single purchase made will really help us keep on interviewing amazing guests. But if nothing else, we do appreciate you tuning in. Now, now on, on with the, the show. Uh, right,
1: here we go. Okay. Boom. Boom shakalakalaka laka.
0: Ding dong. Yes, Hannah.
2: Yes uh, Hannah. Oh you've
0: got yourself a, a wholesome drink
2: there, Hannah. I do. I have a, a cup of um actually decaf coffee. Yes, I've got decaf, decaf coffee from as the well. street vet from the street from the street vet yes yeah. mug from um yeah from this year's uh well last year's now uh street vet conference um, excellent start yeah, and, uh, street, vet, street vet volunteer <laughs> great yeah and street Vet's going well is it yes going from strength to threat strength to strength um launching more of the um accredited hostels more of those coming on board every every, every few weeks it seems so yeah doing
1: great. What, what do you do with street vet then sorry what do you do with street vet
2: what do i do uh, well obviously mm. i'm not clinically qualified but mm. i am pathologically organized so right. um my uh, role primarily is um helping out with like uh, the the management side of things and um, specifically I, I help run their annual conference um right. so I generally just help out with the logistics and i do kind of speaker management and registration and stuff like that
1: cool that's quite brilliant. We had, we had Jade sat on the, the I, yes, long time Yes, I saw your, ago.
2: your list of of yeah. previous guests.
1: Yeah, fabulous. Yeah, they are Absolutely good people definitely. doing good things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was always struck by the, the, the her humility and yes. the way she she started and she wondered quite why she didn't get the reaction she was expecting when she just rocked up to somebody and went <laughs> hi I'm Lavette. vet.
2: <laughs> yes, let me <laughs> yes. help you. <laughs>
1: so no yeah. that's that's brilliant stuff yeah. but you didn't start at street vet did you hannah
2: no 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 not at all you um
1: started as a pharmacologist
2: i did yes <laughs> kind of accidentally i just thought it looked like something that might be vaguely interesting
1: how old were you um, when you thought that
2: oh well that was after i left school so it wasn't intentional at all um so i took two years when i left school so i had like a two double gap year i call it oh yeah Um, and decided that i probably should go to university my parents were probably slightly despairing of the fact that i hadn't yet um and i thought the pharmacology looked vaguely interesting so off i went
1: so you you went down the list then you got to the peas and It was, it was
2: it was almost, almost that arbitrary. Yeah, I'd done science a level, so that, that kind of narrowed it down a little bit, but yeah, that was about it. Not no no great deal.
0: It's not, not usually.
1: It could, been, it could have been psychologist. It could have been physicist. It could have, it could been, have
2: been quite easily, yep.
1: But you chose pharmacology. <laughs> I
2: chose pharmacology, yes. Okay. Yep. yep. Which means well, I it, could have, that. it could have
0: actually been more relevant had you studied ecology of farms.
2: It could, yes. A lot of people did assume that's what I was studying, yes. Mm. Um, okay, <laughs> the number yeah. of people that, if you tell them that you're studying pharmacology, they either assume it's something to do with the farming and agriculture, or they assume you're going to be a pharmacist. Those, <laughs> those those two things.
0: Okay. Such is the basic knowledge of pharmacology. Tell us what pharmacology is, Hannah, for those people oh. who, who think it is counting badgers being killed unnecessarily <laughs> to treat TB. To, to <laughs> say
2: that okay well I'll, I'll do the easy distinguisher between pharmacology and pharmacy so pharmacy is you dispense drugs to, to sick people pharmacology is you design and make new drugs that's that's the mm. difference
0: um is it from the greek of course ecology is study of
2: yep, pharma, yep. And pharma,
0: medicine absolutely mm. yep, mm. yep. Okay. yeah obviously same route <laughs> <laughs> so
1: what what made you decide that that wasn't going to be your course Having having spent how many years? Three years.
2: Yeah, only three. When you compare to to the um, to the veterinary course, yeah, added did added, uh, three three year degree. Um, mm-hmm. I it was just going to sound silly. A little bit too sciencey and not really enough people Um, okay. for me, and I wanted to do something nice. that was a little bit little bit more applied um so a, a lot of my peers on the degree course they went off to work at and kind of mo- mostly went off to work in, in sort of drug companies and, and that kind of thing and I didn't really fancy doing that I mean this has been a bit of a theme for my career is that I, I get some kind of qualification and think well actually maybe that's not quite for me so um I came back home again not really knowing what I wanted to do next um and then just happened to get a job in a vets and that's when something clicked <laughs>
0: it's all about preparation then really isn't it
2: absolutely yes if if you look back from now you can see how all the different sort of career stops join up but you couldn't have predicted it looking forwards okay i mean yeah despairing parents still alive (laughs) they are very (laughs) much so yes (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
0: are they are they disappointed
2: um, I, I I think they might be, yes. I think they thought I would probably could have made something of, of, of my career, but...
0: <laughs> my, my mum was always disappointed. She yeah. Yeah, she wanted me to become an actor.
2: Oh! She was
0: always disappointed I became a vet. Bit... Oh, she, really? she pretended when she was with other people, she pretended. <laughs> I, I know really that she is. Uh, woefully disappointed in my, my choice of career.
2: Yeah no, I, I think that they pretty much came around to where I've ended up even now when, when I when I ring my parents my dad will still answer the phone with hello doctor. So yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> he's just hopeful he's gonna at last get that call back from the GB. <laughs> <laughs> it was promised two years ago during but COVID.
2: Maybe that's, it. <laughs> maybe that's it. But yeah. Oh, right.
0: So
1: so so then you so you moved then into veterinary practice.
2: Mm, I did, yes. And
1: you discovered that it was not about animals and all about people.
2: Mostly about people, yeah. Um, Yeah, so uh, yeah, I I graduated, well, um, I was uh, maybe a little uh, in my mid-20s by then because I'd taken a little while to go to university. Um, Graduated and came back home at 24, I think I was, yeah, and I'd, I'd been working at my local vets just as a kind of receptionist slash Saturday girl slash ANA type person. that All vetting practices, I think, have at some point or other. Um, so I went back there to work, um, was employed as a receptionist um, to start with. And then within about six months or so, the practice manager announced that she was leaving um, and the boss kind of asked me if I wanted to do it. Um and it was your absolutely classic being dropped into a job that you've had pretty much zero training for, and a kind of a sink or swim, do your best job, um, and yeah, that was the start of my kind of career in in the veterinary sector.
0: Wow.
2: Mm. wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't
0: really stop, did it? it? didn't. You you you're not a practice manager at the moment, are you? No.
2: No, no, no. Um, so that that was the, um, the the start of sort of coming into into the the veterinary sector and, and, and kind of falling in love with everything that goes on in it. Um, but yeah, so I was practice manager for a, a good few years, and because of the the type of practice that we were, so we were a um, an exotics referral practice. Um, so did all sorts of really cool stuff just for a start off. So that um, so that way it kept it interesting, um, and also because of the exotics work, we had a, an awful lot of EMS students come through who wanted to see the cool stuff that we were doing so pretty much like every um, sort of EMS period we we would have students come through Um, and talking to them and getting to know them and and just sort of finding out how it all worked kind of got me interested in the education side of things Mm -hmm. and kind of wanted to take that a little bit further wanted to do a little bit more studying Um, so um I went back to school kind of part time and, and, and did my um, uh, did a, a master's degree. I was trying to find something in, in the veterinary social sciences. Nothing existed, mm-hmm. um, still doesn't really um, in terms of sort of uh, master's level stuff. But uh, my local university down here in, in Kent, they did a, a master's degree in health services research that included some very good sort of transferable um, stuff from um, from the, the, the human medical field. So I did that and that kind of led into my my lovely um, uh, dissertation supervisor saying, hey, like there's some more in this research if you want to take it a bit further, have you thought about doing a PhD? And I hadn't uh, particularly, but um, it seemed like a fantastic idea. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that, that, that was then the next step, um, applied for research council funding, managed to get a, um, a grant. Um, and spent three absolutely fabulous years being a student slash researcher slash doing a bit of teaching. Um, yeah, and that, that obviously then sparked my what's then been the rest of my career since in sort of education, research, academia, and combining that with the experience from from running a family practice. I can just imagine you phoning your dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, doctor. Have you got a real <laughs> job yet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I do get that occasionally, particularly when, yeah, particularly when I went back into academia um, afterwards. It was a bit kind of like, oh, you're going back back into your ivory tower kind of thing. But no, I, I think it's um, appreciated. I do now have a, a proper job, proper grown up job. Um, uh, but yeah, the, so what I do now kind of brings together the aspects of sort of education and teaching aspects of research and the aspects of, sort of leadership management that come from running the veterinary practice it brings it all together so I've managed to find that elusive you know, the thing with the, the the um the Venn diagram it's like what was what it what the, what the world needs what you're good at what you can be paid to do and what you enjoy and if you can find a spot in the middle of those four overlapping sections then you're doing all right
0: and that's where you find Ooh. yourself now is it
2: I pretty much am yeah
0: well done yeah we're, we're, get, we're getting to that in a minute i want to leave the listeners guessing through because you had a spell at the rvc my alma mater mm-hmm. yep and um what were you doing there
2: uh teaching so um that was um after i finished my phd um i joined the um the live uh, department there um li- oh, lifelong innovative veterinary education <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah. so they run the um masters degree in veterinary education um so i was teaching on that uh, primarily so i uh, ran a couple of modules in the veterinary education thing so that was obviously teaching the rvc staff so taking these fabulous clinicians and giving them some, te- some teaching skills as well. Um, and also sort of external people. So we had people from all sorts of other sort of universities, vet schools, vet nursing colleges, people in sort of industry and practice who had teaching roles or coaching roles, that kind of thing would come and do um, the master's in veterinary education. Um, and I did some um, undergrad teaching as well, which um, I really enjoyed on the um, the professional, um, professional studies strand. So we used to run... Um, like the rotation groups and their communication skills and uh, that kind of thing so we used workshops with the actors and stuff it was always such good fun um but yeah that was that was always something that i really enjoyed doing this because the students are just fab um, so that's always nice mm.
0: You have to say that, don't you? Annoying little squirts, all of them. <laughs> you yeah. have to say they no, were. No, genuinely. You're, that, you're among friends yeah. now. They, they, yeah. Okay, you could. Yeah. Both of our listeners will.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. both of our both of our listeners have told us what they think of as students, and so you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And one of them was a student, so he went, well, <laughs> yeah. still is, still is.
1: but yeah. I, I don't think I don't I don't think they listen
0: anymore, though, Julian. Oh, for uh, <laughs> shame! for shame! So it's still just my sister and
2: uh,
0: well, just my sister. Good. Okay. Good. Oh.
1: Okay. And she doesn't like students either, does she?
2: She doesn't like students. No. Well, well, seeing as my job involves quite a big chunk of teaching, then the fact that I
0: okay, okay, so probably, we'll go on with that but, um,
2: <laughs> um, I,
0: I do, as as does Mike, a little bit of teaching along the way. Uh, I was going to say I do mine on a very amateurish uh, basis. Mike does his on a very professional basis. But we we both we are talking today. I've been off teaching today at a practice uh, mm-hmm. in in, uh, in the in the east of the country. Uh, Mike's going off to the west of the country to, to teach. We both get a huge buzz mm-hmm. out of teaching, and it, it's uh, it's really rewarding just seeing. Uh, the joy that you can pass on for a subject or 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 recognizing the 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 joy and the love you have for a subject is is echoed back is mirrored Mm. absolutely yeah people
2: i I learn something every time yeah oh uh, yeah yeah it's a cliche but it's true Mm. yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. and you you see the light bulbs go on it's such a great moment definitely
1: yeah yeah definitely It's Mm. all all good fun
2: Mm.
1: i don't know so actually, go on. Oh, go <laughs> on. No, no. I, I, well, I, I was going to make it all all serious, but you were probably going to ask some. No, no, re- you
0: make it serious. That time you got serious.
1: Okay, because I think you know we're we, we're talking about all this teaching and university PhD, masters degrees, and 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 careers, and um, and I'm going to get a shot for this because this is his line. What what I think we all really want to know is is what is your favourite cake.
2: Yes. that is a v- very important question i will grant you <laughs> that um it varies but my current favorite cake i have to say so i'm very lucky in that where i live there is a cafe almost directly opposite my house mm-hmm. um that does the most fantastic coffee and cake and they have a coffee and pecan cake that is my current favorite oh it's mm. very nice indeed coffee and pecan pecan
0: coffee. Now, Mike, you'd have to make sure it was a decaf coffee.
1: Yeah, I, I would actually. Yeah, decaf. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I could, I could go a coffee and pecan cake. I'd, I'd highly recommended if you're ever visiting Kent. Yeah.
0: <laughs> pop down. Coffee and so, what, what's what's the name of the cake shop? Uh, it's, called shop? Hup, it's called Hut.
2: It's called Hut Fifty Five because it's it's in a beach hut on the seafront. Hut Fifty Five. Mm-hmm. Yep. Coffee
0: and pecan cake.
2: Okay. Yes. I think we should give a big shout out to Hut 55.
0: <laughs> Definitely. And do they only do coffee and cake? Do they do um seafood comestibles as well?
2: They don't know because they're they're off-grid. So they've literally got a, a solar panel that runs the coffee machine and everything they do cake and they do um sort of sandwiches and like cold things and stuff. But it, it's dangerous because it is literally almost opposite my house and I work from home. So I I spend quite a lot of my <laughs> Time slash money <laughs> over there. It's very easy just to wander over the road and, and pick something up.
1: Right. But so from cool, my notes, cool. from my notes here. Um, right. So the next question is, how's the diet going?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have the willpower of Blumange. So it's <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. Oh,
0: but but you, you burn off a few calories. We've heard. Doing, I do. I do try
2: and balance. I, I do try and balance things out. Yes, with um, a bit of. It has, it's, technically, it's running. Uh, for me, it's more of a shuffle, but I do try and keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm a a, a very keen um, park runner. So I'm a, a run director for our local park run and our local junior park run, and and I'm the um, East Kent uh, regional ambassador for park run. So I'm a big flag waver for. Inclusive sport, participation, volunteering, the general giant feeling of warm fuzzies. That is Park one on a Saturday morning.
1: Yeah, I, 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 went, I went to go on one of those once. And I, I pitched up on Friday evening and um,
2: by, by, Saturday,
1: by Saturday morning, <laughs> um, I, I was a little bit warm and fuzzy because I, I think I put too much to drink the night before. <laughs>
0: Well, we we had some magnums on that park bench, have not we? Yeah, we have
1: enough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that. I, li- I like shouting as they all run by in the in the little. <laughs> I- yep. Yeah, that,
2: no. that that's a thing. We have people that do that on our local park, grounds, <laughs> whether from the night before or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll yep.
0: be, that'll be it, Mike and I. <laughs> it's all about it's all
2: about embracing the community.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Well, they won't- they won't let Mike embrace the community these so days. They say the one thing you mustn't embrace is the communities. Yeah, a hundred yards away yeah. from you. The-
2: well, you, yeah. you can show your enthusiasm from a safe distance. Yeah, well, they
0: they told him off for that as well. Yeah. So. yeah, true. Yeah, yeah,
1: showing far too much enthusiasm, that day. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, we have we have a great yeah. relationship actually with the with the with the locals down here at our local one. We have people who who regularly walk their dogs at the same time, and they'll always give us a clap and a cheer and and say good morning. It's it's, it's really lovely.
1: But <laughs> well, what, what what intrigues <laughs> me here though, Hannah, is that you we with practice management, you're involved in. Management and organization. Mm-hmm. Your PhD yeah. is management and organization, mm-hmm. and and your rest and recovery. You know, obviously, you've you've got you've got another role currently that we haven't come to yet. But your rest and recovery is management and organization.
2: <laughs> well, it's not always the, um, the 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 beauty of Parkrun is that it, it's run by it's run by a team, so. Right. You you might be um run to one week but then you won't do it again for another couple of months. So it's it's and it's not about the running, it's about the community, it's about the getting together with your pals in the morning and then going for breakfast afterwards. So there's a break, there's a there's oh. a <laughs> Oh, oh, oh I, I, there's
0: cake at breakfast, is there?
2: Definitely there is cake at breakfast, yes, oh. and sometimes a bacon sandwich. <laughs> oh.
0: Okay. oh. It's starting to look all right
1: now. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm beginning to understand Park Run. I think yeah. there you go.
2: Yeah it's, yeah, it's 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 not about the run at all. Yeah. So if you want to get into Park
0: Run, what what, what, uh, what do
2: you do? you can just rock up um, so if you go um, on the website it will show you a map of what well, a map of the world because parkrun is global now um, but if you just look at the, the map of the UK it'll show you where your nearest one is there is bound to be one at least one in, in your local town there are over 700 of them in the UK now um, you can uh, register and it'll give you a barcode you can print out a barcode um and that will then you take that along if you want to get an official time. Um, And some people use that as then a target. They're like, right, next week, I'm going to try and beat my time. Um, Some people get a bit competitive about it. Some people like me, they just go along to enjoy the scenery and a chat. Um, And then your barcode then works at any park run across the world. So um, there's a bunch of us that like to go and travel to different park runs. Um, (laughs) There's a whole bunch of challenges around that. So there's the alphabet challenge. We have to go and visit a park run starting with each letter of the alphabet um so it it, it, it in, sequentially
0: not not
2: well you you, you can that because, that's a advanced challenge
0: the, the, the park doesn't exist does it
2: no, well you, know, you say that um there is no x anywhere in the world but there are a few Zs. so the nearest z is in the netherlands it's Park. there are a couple in poland that are z's so mm. you have to go international to get your z but you can do every letter of the alphabet apart from x and z in the uk
0: so we need a Xanadu Park, don't
2: we? We do, very much so. If someone if someone started a Xanadu Park run in the UK, they would be overrun. So whoever okay. set up the cafe or there Z- would make a fortune.
0: Or Xenopus. There could be a Xenopus Park that in, would work, um, in yes. Africa. Yes, we always... Life and times of the African clawed toad, Xenopus laevis.
2: That would work. Mm. Yes, we always thought RVC uh, because my um, office window overlooked um, sort of the the, um, the basically the fields behind the equine building, and we thought, well, if that's the X-ray building, we could set up like X-ray park run in the field behind the the diagnostic uh, yeah. imaging yeah. building. <laughs> mm. <laughs> there are a few okay. on, on university campuses and and schools and that kind of stuff, so it's not impossible. Would it be
0: would it be cheating to run across a place that that was recently a park but, but had been recommissioned and he called it an X
2: park oh I see what you mean um what would that I'm not sure that would work because you have to take like the official park run name for it to count towards the challenge oh, right, okay. so
1: Julian I've got a feeling this isn't going to be for you <laughs> <laughs> I We're think really five the best on
0: working out how to cheat on
2: it. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
2: Perfect. How far do you run? Five k. Okay, yeah, five k or three point one miles. If you're
1: old school, yeah, yep. yeah. So some people will run twice around the park, then.
2: depending on the size of the park exactly it depends on how big your park is so some 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 routes are one lap some there's one in london that's actually five laps of a 1k park um, which i'm not sure i could do because i can't count up to five when i'm concentrating on other things (laughs) um um, yeah as some like our home home run here we're not actually in a park we're actually along the seafront so we just go out and back in a straight line for two and a half k and turn around and come back again Mm. um so it very much depends on 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 the location. There's, there's a park run on Seven Bridge where you start in Wales, you run across to England and come back again. Um, so there's all sorts of um, sort of quirky routes that you can go and visit just for fun.
0: OK, so it doesn't have to be a park?
2: No, it doesn't have to be a park at all. No, the, the one at Brooklands is on the old racing circuit. So it's really squiggly because you go around the cart track. Um, yeah, there's bridges, parks, seafronts. Um, there's mm. a, a, a um, custodial um, park run movement that set up park runs in prisons. Um, and young offender institutions so, so they have to
0: run with a file in their hand
2: no funnily enough but they're not allowed to use a phone or a, a gps watch um but, the, but but the idea is that it's, it's a familiar thing because it's a global thing you can start doing parkrun while you're still serving your time and then when you go out you can take your barcode into something that's familiar on a saturday morning because the setup is exactly the same and um, mm. so it's providing that link between um the incarcerated population and then a rehabilitation as as you go out uh, i do the
0: th- next time you run you don't have arrows on your suit
2: yes and you have a big ball round your ankle and a, th- and, a, and a guy with a truncheon chasing you and that's what makes you go faster
0: right. that must be that must be difficult wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> didn't, didn't they
1: start a, a triathlon at alcatraz but they ran out of people to do it really yeah do they? Do you
2: psych? I can see how you might do the running and the swimming, but how would you do the cycling bit?
1: What, round the Big Sur?
2: Uh-huh.
1: So they swim from Alcatraz to the harbour.
2: Aren't the sharks?
0: Sharks everywhere, aren't they? A few. A few.
2: Yeah, make you go faster.
0: One or two. <laughs> it's a bit you of a myth, that. really, isn't it? I don't know. They, they whack him over the head with that ball on the cheek
2: ah probably. that's what it's for yeah, probably <laughs> i'm sure there
1: was a triathlon alcatraz triathlon i'm gonna look it up now excuse me so while we, we
0: google what made you get into park running Were we did you run before
2: no not not at all i no I, i'd done couch to 5k a couple of times but it never really stuck um and then it was actually while i was a, a postgrad student over in um canterbury and I was looking for something to get a bit fitter and thought I ought to. And you know, in, in Freshers' Week, when you get given all the flyers about all the stuff that goes on, mm. like on campus, Um, one of the things was Canterbury Park one that is actually held at the University of Kent campus. And so it said, oh yeah, come and join us for like a sociable 5K run on Saturday morning. So I was like, all right, why not? <laughs> okay. Um, and I can remember showing up and it was absolutely filthy, wet, freezing cold day. And I thought there's going to be nobody here and it's going to be miserable. Um, and there were a hundred people there and they were chirpy as anything. And I was like, okay. And then I sort of got to understand the philosophy. That's like, well, we have marshals who are contractually obliged to come last. So you won't. Um, we, we cheer everybody in. You're welcome to run, walk, a bit of both, do whatever what you want. You've got cheery marshals on the course who will cheer you around. We go for like, like I say, we go for breakfast afterwards in, in this cafe on campus. And I'm like, Hey, these are my people it's 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 kind of exercise but it it's it's a social thing and it's a community and it works and that was (laughs) get a
0: job as marshal i wouldn't mind
2: that that, marshalling is fantastic you get get, most of the runners who come past you will say thank you um and they'll give you a little thumbs up as you go by and they'll say thank you for volunteering and again big dose of the warm fuzzies brilliant Mm. wow Mm. It
0: does, it does remind me of a very really thick friend of my dad's who many years ago took on uh, a job or, or applied for a job as aerobics coach. Oh. Uh, because he said, and I quote, well, I like driving buses and I like planes. So <laughs> 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 I, I will say no more.
1: It's it, isn't, it he, a- isn't he the guy that you wanted to die like, you know, quiet and peaceful in his sleep?
0: That's it. Yes, not yeah. not screaming as chaps like the
1: forty-seven people in his bath. <laughs> 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 <No, laughs> escape, a, escape from Alcatraz, kicks off at seven thirty in the morning, and that's obviously the secret of success. Because <laughs> the sharks aren't awake at seven. Ah,
2: that must be it. They're not awake.
1: Yes. No, of course they're
0: not.
2: Wow. That's going to be an interesting risk assessment, isn't it? I
0: like the thoughts of sharks and little <laughs> snooze. I'm having a rest in bed. What's <laughs> yeah. What's that? Is it a human? Oh, let it go. It's
2: a Saturday <laughs> tomorrow, eight o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Weekend yeah. off duty. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and wow, <laughs> that's right. The dolphins get up earlier and tease them. Yeah. yeah. Almost <laughs> certainly, I, I hear those chirpy buggers. Those bloody corpses. They get on my nerves. Six thirty. They woke me up this morning had half an hour in bed still 6 30. Like, <laughs> uh, sorry, my, my mind drifted a bit there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe we're having such a such a serious
0: conversation. We haven't had a serious conversation like this for months. Oh, okay, with another serious conversation. Let's 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 move okay. more serious because we're into Excellent. education, we're okay. into learning, mm-hmm. and Mike and I are kind of in the mood for learning. Not oh, for long. Oh, I guess I guess I could I could learn something for a minute. Okay. Oh okay. How about that can you have you heard of our little section called 60 second Seconds you've been
2: warned.
0: have <laughs> been warned. Who tipped warned. you off? <laughs> <laughs> promised you. Promised. Who, who
1: warned you about this? <laughs> Was it our producer? Uh,
2: uh, well, partly yes, but it was also um, Mark Hedberg, who's a previous guest of yours. Ah, yes. Uh, well, there
0: we go. And Mark did a very successful sixty-second CPD.
2: Oh, okay. No pressure.
0: No, no there pressure. Uh, no. Exactly on time, as I recall.
1: It was, wasn't it, to the second? But didn't it take second, about three weeks to practice that? It did.
0: Oh. It did. Yes. <laughs> did <laughs>
2: you do know it in Hungarian? Or
0: Hungarian? I can't, to do Hungarian whilst playing yeah. the
2: guitar on, on his unicycle. It's very <laughs>
0: impressive. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Could you have a, a 60 second CPD for us,
2: Hannah? I do have a 60 second CPD for you, yes.
1: Yeah. Fantastic. Come on then, Hannah. So, what's your 60 second C- you, You're up for this challenge, are you? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I'll give it a go. So, yeah. what,
1: what what's your 60 second CPD going to be? Uh, so, community?
2: I'm going to give you a 60 second CPD on how to build your support network as a veterinary leader.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. So, right. So, are you ready? Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll key you in on this one. Here's the magic clock. All right. So, Hannah Perrin, 60-second CPD on how to build your support network as a veterinary leader starting now.
2: Okay, this is important because as leaders, we spend a lot of our time supporting others. It's a big chunk of our jobs, but we also need to think about who's supporting us and who's looking after us while we're doing it. So I use the acronym SPACE, who's in your space. So S, supporter, probably a close friend, family member, someone who encourages you, understands you, space to let off steam. P, promoter. Someone who knows your work, who advocates for you, they'll write great references, they'll nominate you for awards, that kind of thing. A, advisor. Someone who's an expert in your field that you can go to for advice, guidance, recommendations. C, challenger. This one is really important. Someone who causes you to reconsider your ideas, rethink your approach, call out your assumptions, help you avoid getting stuck in a rut. E, empowerer. This person will have a coaching role rather than offering answers. They'll know how to ask the right questions and help you to find the answers yourself. You probably won't need all five at a time but they are there if you need them at different times in your career so the challenge for this 60 second cpd is to make sure you've got those five people in your network and what they can do for you oh I'll take that
0: wow nailed it oh that was that was fantastic you should (laughs) take that that was truly I always say we overuse the word awesome and then I say it that was awesome fitting (laughs) value Thank you very much. such energy as well. Energy <laughs> energy yet clarity.
2: Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah I'll take uh, that. I, I, otherwise, I'll just talk too fast. 60 seconds is <laughs> not long.
0: It's not long. No, it's
2: when I was long. thinking about what I was going to do for this, I was like, oh, I can tell you about this or that. I just like, no, I can't. I need to bring, bring it down a
0: bit. <laughs> My <laughs> no, is some people can run a quarter of a mile in 60 seconds,
2: can't they? Yeah, I am not that person.
1: <laughs> hey. I'm not. I'm not either. Hey, we could start that as a challenge. That No, we
0: wouldn't work on the idea, <laughs> Running CPD. Yeah.
2: Well, if, if walking meetings are a thing, then running CPD, maybe?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it could work.
1: Knowing <laughs> our luck with internet connections, that would not work.
2: Ah, oh, that's true. Yeah, you would need... Yeah. Mm, yeah, no, I'm not sure that would work. So... <laughs>
0: go on then, June. Sorry, I just had a little question, which... Any little question, I'm well aware. Given your, your PhD and exalted uh, status mm-hmm. in this field, uh, maybe may a long answer. Um, leader. Yes. So we're often told what what constitutes a good leader or a bad leader, mm-hmm. but I guess what constitutes a leader because we work in a practice that works as a team. Clearly, mm-hmm. there must be some sort of hierarchy. Mm-hmm. For that yep. team to work well, but what are we? What are we meaning by leader? Are, are we talking about? I mean, we, we've had a leader on this show quite often, who uh, unfortunately was brought down, uh, hoisted by his own petard as a leader, very, very recently. And mm. he, he might, he might come on and tell us about that a little later. But oh, uh, yeah. what, what do you? What do you mean by mm. by leader?
2: it's a really interesting question and it's one we we debate in uh, as, as as vmg as, as an organization and, and that i talk about with my with my tutees. so the, the first module that I, I teach is called understanding yourself as a leader so like what is your role and what are the leadership aspects of that and what leadership skills do you use in your role or what could you develop in your role um my approach to it is that i think a leader is anyone who can have an influence that's kind of how i define it so it could be something as sort of large scale as being ceo of a multinational corporation yes but it could be a receptionist having a conversation across a reception desk with um uh an owner who um is they're doing a they're discharging a a commonal garden cat castrate and in that situation the receptionist can have an influence so i think everybody in Pretty much any role I could think of, there will be some aspect of where you are acting as a leader in some way, shape or form, whether that's part of a, a sort of a formalized management structure or whether it's just within your team, whether it's um, influence you might have over people that you've never met. If you look at people who are really active on social media, that kind of thing, it could be direct, it could be global. There are many, many facets to it. But I think the, the fundamental thing it comes down to someone who can have an influence over, over something else. That's That's mm. my take on it.
0: Okay. And and you you mentioned in your, your email to us about um, leadership that um, that you could improve mm. uh, any any form of leadership. I, I wonder. And I put you on the spot here. Okay. Yeah. I'm Genghis Khan. So tell me how I can improve my leadership.
2: Um, I would suggest that you might need to modernise. Right. It <laughs> <laughs> it's a in, in his time it was pretty
0: modern. No one else had, had um amalgamated tribes together. Had they? But, uh, no,
2: that is true, yes. For his time, yeah, absolutely. Um, but there are so many different like we said, so many different facets mm. of leadership. There are. There's obviously the, the sort of the military style kind of thing, commander of men kind of thing. Um, but maybe with Genghis Khan, hey, let's talk about emotional intelligence. Let's talk about the psychological safety of your teams. Let's talk about the use of technology in your leadership. So there's a lot of things uh, I think that Genghis Khan, yes, could update his his leadership skills on. <laughs> yes, it was, it
0: was
1: it was Genghis Khan. It was Genghis Khan, am I bothered? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I giggled a bit when you mentioned Genghis Khan's emotional uh, intelligence. intelligence but but it, it is it's is true actually and I, I I dread to think that there are a few vets out there who, who have the same mentality as Genghis Khan I know I've, I've worked <laughs> I, I've worked for some if but briefly <laughs> yeah yeah
2: yeah, and I see this is the thing. This is the, this is the really interesting thing when we're talking about leadership is that if I talk to if I talk to any of my TTS colleagues, whoever, pretty much everybody can identify the great leaders that they've had in their careers and the really bad ones. Like anybody who just kind of did okay, modeling along the middle doesn't really register. But if you talk about what makes what makes a leader, people can talk about the role models and what I call the anti-models. So the people that that they've worked with and gone, okay, if I ever get into a leadership like a formal leadership position that's that's how I'm not going to do it um but on the other hand you get people talking about the great things that like the old bosses have done and this kind of thing that have been really inspirational I think that is um a really great part of what kind of inspires people to step up into into formal leadership roles within the veterinary sector or anywhere do you do you have an
1: inspirational figure
2: I have several yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, the the the, the space acronym that um, that I use that I've written about um, is an interesting one because I could probably fit several people into several of of, of the different categories. I think when I first um, I sort of came up with that acronym and started talking about it, I it kind of occurred to me that I didn't particularly have people that I felt should were um, that challenging and I felt oh well the people in my circle they're, they're like we collaborate it's great we we sort of amplify each other as, as ideas and that's fantastic um but I really I I should probably actively seek out people who might challenge my ideas um a bit more and people who think differently to what I do and, and to how I do and, and that kind of aspect of it um I find really interesting <laughs>
0: I'm I'm a school governor and part of the school governor's roles is to be uh is to provide friendly challenge mm-hmm. to yep. the leadership team. Mm. And it's it's all about that actually. And yeah. I I provide very friendly challenge to to the head and to the leadership team because I have a huge respect mm. for what they do. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been seconded to other schools uh various times where I felt I've had little or no respect for the way they do things, mm. uh, and the, the challenge there becomes less friendly. Um, and I think from that point of view, it's much easier to pinpoint poor leadership in my experience mm. than, than good leadership. We'd all say what we think could be done better, but when you're yeah. pushed to say, Well, you yeah, know, why do you admire, revere, respect so and so as a leader? Yeah. Then it becomes, real, well, okay, I, I just, <laughs> you know, we can all pinpoint the things that are done badly much more easily. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I think it's just because they have a more, uh, they have a, a, a greater emotional impact, I think. Um, so we've all heard the the, the the phrase that people don't leave jobs, they leave bad bad jobs, they leave bad leaders or leave bad managers, that kind of thing. That's quite a, a, a thing that you see sort of going around social media and, and, and that kind of thing. And the impact that a, not necessarily a bad leader, but a leader that doesn't just sort of align with your own personal values or goals or whatever it might be or that the, the fit just isn't right um that has much of a, a much more of a, an emotional impact than if you were ticking along just fine with um whoever it is that, that is, is in charge whether it's a like a line manager or, or a, a sort of a senior leader or, or whoever it might be um, so in that sense I think when you ask people like if I ask my my students okay give me an example of. Like leadership that you have experienced the first example they come up with is almost entire is almost always a, a negative one mm. and it's usually that they can pinpoint like a, a specific thing that happened it wasn't like a, a general approach of that sometimes obviously it is um but it's usually well the, this one thing happened and this is how they dealt with it that i didn't agree with and mm. that, that was a, the a, issue. a pivotal, a pivotal mm. moment yeah yeah yeah
0: People look upon leaders for, for different reasons. They, they, they get different things out of it, and sometimes what they want is recognition for themselves. They, they follow leaders because actually they think that's they're sycophantic, right? And, and they think that you follow so and so because they can they can only do me good by, right. by reveling in their in their company. <laughs> um, and and I, I guess that that was where it Would be useful to have our, our friend on, wouldn't it? Perhaps to, to see what, what in his view, makes a good leader. Should so, so oh. I
2: get him? Yeah, go go and go and see if he's
1: around, just go and go and see and we'll, we'll find out. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what. I'm intrigued. Um, oh, B, uh, BJ, uh,
2: BJ, I'll, I'll, BJ, I'll,
1: BJ, I'll BJ, 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 moment, BJ like, man, shut up, BJ, BJ, yeah, BJ. Yeah. Yeah. BJ, <laughs> BJ, <laughs> BJ. Yeah,
0: quite. Yes. But we're, yes, we're
1: just discussing a few things here, and we yes, were discussing thanks. what makes a great leader. I and mean, we was running with thank you think very much.
0: If yes, I did, I did, uh, and still do make a great leader, uh, if that's what you're referring to. And I, I take all, all that compliment on board very, very much indeed. And I think, uh, certainly with me, that the fact uh, that I'm recognised, th- thank you, indeed, for for, for being uh, the, the great the uh, great the great unsurpassed uh, leader, is uh, the fact that, that that actually what what I what I say is always. Uh, filled with integrity. I, I pay for my integrity. I pay a great deal of taxpayers' money for my integrity. <laughs> um, I, yeah, honesty. Honesty. That's something I'm willing to buy and, um, and lie about uh, if it else my calls door. Um, and, and sheer charisma. Um, that's Charisma Carpenter. She was an actress, a jolly nice person. I'm we to make her wife number eight. <laughs> uh, just after uh, Sarah John Geller, who probably, probably will probably say no, but I, I I don't take no for an answer. That's the thing about me. So I, I, a good leader. Yes, thank you. I will continue to be uh, the leader of the Conservative Party uh, not, long into, uh, uh, not, not long into the 2030s.
1: This is despite the fact you've resigned.
0: Well, I think no. I, I'll get back to that question because it is a very good one to, to answer. Actually, you know, uh, uh, residing isn't really what what happened. I think you're twisting. Uh, uh, I think what the uh, what the, uh, the 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 uh, the uh, I, I, no,
1: no, right, okay.
0: So I'm, I'm still going on. I know they'll prize my my fetid, fat, dead body away from ten down the street in, in the fullness of time, <laughs> but not before then. Goodbye. Good good. Well uh, goodbye, but that's... not goodbye I'm never leaving.
1: Goodbye. <laughs> yes, okay. Well, th- thank you very much for that, BJ.
0: Bye-bye, BJ. Oh,
2: that is uncanny it's
0: scary he is uncanny isn't he we've all all said that about him he is very uncanny
1: quite quite scary actually i'm quite concerned for the future of veterinary ramblings actually because we're gonna lose we're
0: gonna lose one of our guests here
1: unless of course he stays in the news in which case um yeah yeah.
0: we can always hope my my liz trust impersonations always (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, who, well, there are various other impersonations we could do from the uh, the current cabinet, couldn't we? The, uh, we've well, been we, talking
0: about education. We, we, have, we have, although we, had, we were talking the other day about uh, nominative determinism. Oh. Uh, you know, pin, pinch by name, pincher by nature, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, I wonder what people would do with tug and dat. But there we go. Um, no, it's a subject. On. <laughs> we move on. Um, you you gave us a tremendous sixty second CPD. You did. And yeah. I feel it would be churlish of us not to provide this CPD certificate for you and for our listeners for it that. Would. It would. Uh, so so we have one here. This is uh, a certificate of improved learning. wow! And it says this this certifies that a support network will build better leaders. And it says re- remember space your your acronym. Excellent. And uh, in in the brief time I've had to, to do this, I've got a cake just just there, it's a little homemade cake. Lovely, yeah, but is that, yeah. is that is that is that a pecan and coffee cake?
2: <laughs> it's it's
0: <laughs> not. It's Sorry. not. It's a it's a rich fruit cake, but uh, decorated for someone's wedding. Okay. Um, I don't run, but there's me diving uh, into some water, and there's well, me yeah, yeah, out.
2: plenty of sea swimming around here. That's very it's appropriate.
0: appropriate. Yeah, but but running, uh, running while standing still on a rock out at sea. Fabulous. Uh, but but there's a park bench there uh, <laughs> with uh, with some wine on it. So that, that was really where where you'll find Mike and myself as we watch the uh, the jolly James okay. associated with yeah. uh, with park running and decide whether Is it's me? for us.
2: Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Thank you very much. Very well, thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah,
1: thank you very much. Oh, I, th- I think it's very good actually. I think, but uh, but uh, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out because. You know, it's all very well having our CPD, mm-hmm. and it's all very well having our certificate, but we are expected to reflect we on are. things we that are. we've we've learned, and, yes. and that that brings me, I, I think, very neatly. Up. Well, I think so because it was me. Um, it was very neat, yeah. Right <laughs> round, round to to reflection. So, mm. Hannah, have you got a reflection question for us that ties in with some of the stuff we've been talking about?
2: Um, I have. Yes. Um, I mean, it's reflection. um, Generally, it's something that obviously everybody's expected to do um, as part of their CPD and reflecting on specific learnings you have. Um, But the one that I'd like, um, I think it'd be be nice to think about is a question I was asked quite recently, actually, and I was like, oh, it probably made me think. So I'm going to share it with you guys. So the question is, if you were given a year off work. You'd still get your salary but a year off work what would you do okay and then the second part of that is having thought about that how could you bring elements of that what you would do if you had the opportunity into what is actually your day job
1: okay so that's that's a long that's along the lines of if money were no object mm-hmm. what would you do yeah but then you've twisted it because unfortunately money has got an object and you are going to have to earn your living next week. Right. So what would you bring? Yeah.
2: Forward? So it's kind of like, well, let's think about like the bigger picture. If like mm-hmm. some, somebody waved a magic wand and said, right, we're going to pay you for a year, but you can go and do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And so that how do you
0: turn your job into a hobby? And then how do you go about turning that hobby back into
2: a job? You can take it that far, yeah. But uh, my kind of slightly more pragmatic approach, perhaps, <laughs> is well, if you had this opportunity to go and do this thing, what would that be? But then you think, well, okay, well, so that's obviously what you're passionate about and what you'd love to spend your time doing. So, in the interests of well-being and work-life balance and all those good things, how, could you bring elements of that into what you're doing now? Because that's obviously what what makes you happy.
0: Hmm. What
1: would you do?
2: that's a really good question to be honest I think what I do is go and milk cows for a year
0: right okay now by hand or would you use a herringbone uh, type I would probably use a herringbone yes
2: please because otherwise it would take hours (laughs) and I would preferably not get up for the 4am milk because this is like ideal world we're thinking here But yeah, I think it would be something hmm. like that. I, I worked on a dairy farm for a bit um, as a student, and I was massively happy doing it. It was probably the fittest I've ever been in my life. Um, so yeah, it, was, it
0: sounds it's the bucolic life, certainly, isn't it? We often take the bucolic life as being the idyllic yeah. life, but
2: yeah.
0: that doesn't explain why nearly a quarter of dairy farmers have given up this year. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You can't make money doing it. This is this is why it this is why it's so that if you could go and do it for a year and still be paid. And still be paid, yeah. <laughs> that is why yeah. I haven't gone and done it yet.
0: <laughs> so so what? Just, just a brief aside here, anyone who doesn't drink milk, please, please drink milk. Don't go around milking blooming soya beans, they don't like it. Please support your local dairy farmer no and lobby government to actually pay dairy farmers a decent sum of money for their milk. Thank you.
1: I agree with the latter. Yeah, and the but list. not the former. <laughs> well, you, you like you like milking
0: soybeans. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like milking <laughs> soybeans. I I I don't like taking a mother's children away from her to keep her lactating. That's the argument.
2: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that, and, and a lot of uh, farmers are diversifying now because the demand yeah. for like, cow's milk um, is yeah. going down and, yeah. and farming in, and agriculture in, ge- in general is going to have to, to modernise in response to yeah. changing demands and yeah. changes in what society generally finds acceptable. So yeah. things are absolutely are changing.
1: OK, I'm going to come back to the question. What yeah. element yeah. of milking cows would you take into your current life?
2: that's a good question um i think well it's the time outside i think is is a big chunk of it it's um yeah in fact i think that probably is the biggest chunk of it it's the putting your alley boots on and getting muddy for a bit which i don't tend to do um (laughs) sat at my desk right Um, yeah so why
0: not why not you you work from home you have uh hut 55 just opposite you how about taking a longer route to Hub 55, putting your welly boots on and uh, taking a pig for a walk?
2: That I could absolutely do that. I do try and do that, maybe not quite to the welly boot standard, but I do try and and um, and do the, um, and, and get outside. The trouble is, because obviously working from home, like I, I have some days where I, I, I get to sort of the end of the day. And I think I haven't actually been outside mm-hmm. all day and that's probably, that's really not good for me. So I do actively try and... Um, and, and go outside and, and top up the vitamin D and the c air and, and that kind of thing. And it's
1: you could get up at four o'clock in the morning and do that.
2: I could. I, I absolutely <laughs> could, Mike. I acknowledge that I could. Um,
0: but I won't. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's your idyllic life. Mm. You'd do that. So, you, and Mike's asked what, what elements could you bring back yeah. into that then. Um, mm why why don't any of us do that
2: that's a big question mm. um i think there are a number of factors partly it's because people are concerned whether rightly or wrongly that you can't make money doing what what you love or what your side hustle might be or what your hobby might be or, or whatever it is that's true up to a point but obviously people do make that really? switch um, I think there's uh, an element of risk aversion. A kind of like, well, I've got a, a secure job, and like, well, and paying like, the mortgage and, and always exactly, budgeting the yeah, and bills people. and what have you, and I may have a family to support or whatever, and and sort of upsetting the apple cart is a big scary thing to do, mm-hmm. um, and. Well, I mean, it's something that we're seeing in in the veterinary sector more generally, people getting disillusioned with sort of day to day practice life and starting to think, well, what are my options? And so we are seeing a little bit of people are like moving to part time work or flexible hours. So they've got time for doing this other stuff that might bring a different type of joy um, to to sort of rebalance things. But I think probably those are the the major factors why people don't sort of make the, the big leap and say, right, no, I'm. I'm jacking in the day job and going to climb Kilimanjaro, or whatever, mm. whatever, it, whatever it might be.
0: Uh-huh. Mm.
2: As a leader,
0: shouldn't we be inspiring our staff to to to, to seek their heart's happiness? To absolutely, a life,
2: yeah, balance, yeah, uh, absolutely. And that, that's that's mm. one of the aspects of, of, of being a good leader of, of people is that you find out what that is for for, for your team and try and encouraging
0: yeah. their needs, their wants, their desires. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Find
0: where and possible to improve.
2: Absolutely. And, and matching up people's interests, skills, loves, passions with whatever the role might be. So whether that is in terms of sort of allocating responsibilities. So if you've got a a uh, nurse who's super into sort of the client contact thing—that's the nurse that runs your um, nurse clinics or that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it might be matching up sort of roles and responsibilities and that kind of thing. It might be um, offering um, some sort of additional training, CPD in particular in particular areas that mean that people can develop the things that they're really passionate about, and that the better a match you can get between. People's personal values and those of the organization, then the better that fits going to be, the happier and more engaged your team are going to be. And ultimately, that benefits everybody. <laughs> hmm.
1: Back to Genghis Khan. Now, <laughs> I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. <laughs> dear, oh dear, oh dear. I don't know <laughs> so what have we got let's let's, let's 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 quick recap on this one so um it's all about park life
2: <laughs> yeah um,
1: mm-hmm. and, and we've got a dance song to park life
2: absolutely yep. yeah
1: yeah yeah dance song yep, my, my era that was yeah,
2: yeah. But,
1: favorite cake pecan and coffee killer yep. 60 second cpd okay. really good space Fabulous reflection question. We haven't touched on cross-channel ferry stewardessing. Oh, we've done none of that. We haven't done any of that, have we?
2: We could talk about that if you like. That was one of the jobs I had as a as a. No, that was between school and university. That was. Right. Lots of fun. I,
1: I, I can I can see your dad now. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, doctor. Where are you now?
2: Calais. Calais. You Whoa. What? You what? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying yeah, to yeah. too much Yep, yeah, just to go backwards and forwards between Dover and Calais
1: That must have been Ooh. exciting
2: it, do you know what? It was actually really good fun. It was a, a summer job I had, yeah, between school and university. Had the most horrendous nylon uniform, as I'm sure you could imagine, with a hat.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, the hat. Um,
2: yes. Yeah, regulation steel toe cap shoes that were uh, amazing. Um, had to do all of the the sea survival training and stuff that all the regular crew had to do, even though we were just like summer students. Really? So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, that was something. Probably one of the scariest things I've ever had to do was, because um, one of the things that you have to do as part of your sea survival training is you have to be able to jump from what would be the lowest deck of a ferry into the water. Mm-hmm. So they built a scaffold tower in our local swimming pool and wow. had us jump off the top. God, terrifying. It was terrifying. Was it? Yeah, but yeah, but the, the actual job was great because you, you joined the ship at about eight o'clock. You knew you were going to do three there and back trips in a, in a day shift. Mm. Um, I used to work either on the information desk or in the what, what was then the duty free shop, and yeah, happy people are going on holiday. Generally, it's only an hour and a quarter crossing, so it wasn't particularly mm-hmm. onerous. Um, yeah, we had great fun, good fun. I, I could still, I, I did them so many times. I can still remember all the announcements that you have to do when you press about bing bong, ladies and gentlemen, that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> the and bing bong as well. Uh, <laughs> now the, the button did the bing bong for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's, that's, and then you have to do it in cool. French that's obviously. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> awesome yeah. stuff.
1: Um thank you very much Hannah for sharing your life and times and some insights and uh, some wonderful CPD and to all our listeners and viewers if you've enjoyed what you've heard don't forget to get in touch, drop us a line and don't forget to subscribe because it does help. It does. It does. Both our listeners welcome some company yeah absolutely <laughs> if a couple more of you subscribe as well then that that would be great as well so so i think it leaves us for no for, no further along the line or whatever what am, what am i saying i'll have another drink hang on a minute <laughs> go on, please, please. hannah perry it Perez. leaves us
0: with a sad task of saying goodbye and oh. thank you
2: goodbye thank you very thank much you. for having me
1: <laughs> and may your dog go with you
2: and may
1: your do- dog be with you <laughs> cheers and cut. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Oh, how was that? Fab. You
2: yeah. yourself? No. You're brilliant. You're brilliant.
0: Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> That's brilliant, Hannah. Thank you cool. very much indeed. Awesome. Really
2: Thanks it. ever so much for having me. <laughs> All right. All right. All right.
0: Brilliant. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Take care. Take bye, bye. 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 Bye.